Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 22nd episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off to COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is actually gonna be the first episode as part of my partnership with The Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights you know, all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are ready to get out there and get back to work. You know, over the next few months, I'll be highlighting their top talent in hopes of helping them you know, land jobs too. For this episode, we have Matt Sales, who's a freelance photographer. You know, he wasn't necessarily laid off, but because of this COVID situation, he's you know, maybe having some trouble finding that next gig, knowing that everything's kind of come to a pause. And he was part of the June Talent Spotlight on the Avail List, and Matt, I'm super happy to have you here. Thank you for having me, I'm happy to be here. Of course, maybe you know, before we really jump in, tell everyone just how you've been dealing you know, with this pandemic, where you're quarantining, and how you've been keeping busy. Um, so I'm quarantining at home with my family in Los Angeles. I have two boys and three dogs and a wonderful wife. And so we've been, you know, we've been here for three months now. And um, it's been a lot. The days are short, a lot to happen. Um, they keep me busy, obviously, between homeschool and feeding them and keeping them alive. And then um, creatively, I've been keeping busy. I started a FaceTime series that I started early on. Um, to do a series of portraits of people um, virtually. And then that sort of led to some other, you know, virtual work um, that I've done. And just trying to keep creative and keep things going. I think that it was very tempting to sort of just stop everything because everything's, the world's felt like it stopped. And so I felt the need to continue to create whatever and tell the story of how we are all dealing with this. So that's where that series came from. And that, that took up a lot of my time um, on top of, starting a vegetable garden and learning how to use um, a circular saw and building you know a bench for my boys and all sorts of random things and redoing our kitchen cabinets painting them blue so those are also things that i've been doing to keep busy yeah that's also definitely fun you know having a full house and i'm sure just finding different outlets to you know put that creativity while everyone was somewhat stuck indoors and clearly all you know photo shoots and everything has, has slowed down Maybe uh, just tell everyone about yourself and maybe either where you've worked or you know what kind of brands you've, you've shot for in the past. Okay, um, so I'm a photographer and a director. Um, I've been shooting for almost 20 years. I started as a photojournalist. I used to cover sports and news. And then I sort of transitioned into portraiture and into more commercial work in the last several years. Um, now I do a lot of uh, commercial um, entertainment advertising and um, celebrity work. And, um, and, and fashion work as well. Um, some of my clients now, um, like I mentioned, are Netflix and Stars, CW. I've done work with Waldorf Astoria um, and, a, and a variety of brands. Yeah, super, you know, super cool background and, and really fun stuff. Do you do, you know, only photography or by directing, do you do, you know, short form or long form, even commercials as well? Short, short form. I have done music videos. I've done sort of motion content. You know, I wouldn't call myself a film director yet, um, but I have done motion projects for some of my commercial clients and some of my editorial clients. Somewhere you'd think you'd, you know, want to push yourself to get, or you kind of like, you know, the road you're on? No, that is, uh, that was a big part of where 2020 was going to take me. Um, actually, right before quarantine, I was writing my first short film. And um, I knew that I continued to want to that to grow that part of me. Um, creatively, I like storytelling. I am not um, 
even with my photography, I want my photography to tell a story. And so the motion work that I do is just an extension of that. It should tell the similar type of stories that I'm telling. Um, personally, with my personal work uh, as a photographer, I like telling stories or I like creating art that, um, you know, highlights um, communities that I feel like are underrepresented. So a lot of my personal work is around, you know, black fatherhood. It's around, um, I do a lot of work with diverse body types and, you know, what you people, what the industry considers like plus size women or plus size models. And this is the work that I like to do. I like to, you know, to highlight the image of beauty that is often underrepresented. And so motion just felt like the next step in that direction. Yeah, that's great. And, and you know, I'm sure as you dive into that and as you have, there's really, you know, interesting stories there to tell. What, uh, what would you say you're looking for, you know, in your next, I wouldn't necessarily say role, but maybe your next, you know, gig, your next job to, you know, start shooting again and get back out there? Um, I think that right now I'm just ready to shoot again. I think that I didn't realize how, at first, you know, you, you bury it and how much you sort of miss it. And I just think, you know, I, I miss being on set. I miss collaborating. I miss talking to other creatives and just making things and telling stories. I think I, I never underestimated how important it was, but I think that this process has sort of reminded me how important it is. Um, and also it's made me sort of look at my own skills and determine like, am I defined by my physical skills or am I defined by my soft skills? You know, the ability to talk and connect with my subjects, my ability to sort of um, make them comfortable because through some of this process I've had, I've been doing virtual shoots, right? Which is like, there's no lights, there's no gear, there's nothing, it's just, and so it's, the process has made me sort of reevaluate or, or highlight the, the skills that I maybe ignored um, because it's, you know, no longer about gear and lighting, but really about the other things that make photography and, and motion projects successful. Yeah, what would you say, you know, some of those things are, I think it's, you know, super interesting way to look at it that, you know, maybe a few months ago, we had the perfect lighting, the perfect gear, we were able to direct the talent, we were with them. And now, you know, what maybe struggles or stuff have you figured out while doing these virtual shoots where you're kind of, you know, speaking over the camera, you know, over the computer, and there isn't all that light, there isn't all that tech, you know, around the room. I mean, I think that the most important thing I can ever do with anyone that I'm working with is just to make them comfortable. I, I like to say that like my job is to wrap the talent in a warm blanket where they can just feel comfortable to create. And I think that, you know, I used to think about that from like the set and the, how simple it was or how complicated it was and what I could do to make them. But I think that it, it's really just my job as a person to make them comfortable. And I think that, um, and, and finding things to connect with people on and reminding that that's the most important thing you can do as a photographer and a director is to connect with your subjects. You know, it's, you can get distracted with the, the sort of technical elements at times. And like, oh, I need all this gear. I need all this set and all this. But we can always tell in any work, any visual medium, right? You can tell if the talent is comfortable, whether that's a commercial or a long form project or a short form or a still. And it's always, it's just, you can tell, and it's better. It doesn't matter how great everything else is. If the talent's not comfortable, the work will suffer. And so just sort of leading with that people first attitude, I think, and um, focusing on that and just staying in that thought. Yeah, really, you know, smart and insightful. What are some of your, you know, your better qualities that you'd say? Some of my better qualities? Um, I, um, I am... <laughs> they're, I mean, they're good and they're not. I, um, 
I am very, I, I plan. I am, I am a nerd. So um, that sort of defines a little bit of who I am um, in that I'm going to think and plan and um, analyze and overthink three times over. But that to me is a way to make, so if plan as much as I can ahead of time so that the process of actually on, of, of creating is as relaxed as possible. You know, think through all the stuff you can, through all the possible problems, and then by the time you get to set, it's like this is this is just this is a a time to create, you know, and it's a it's a, a good comfortable space. So I think that planning is an important, uh, you know, aspect of who I am. And then I think that, you know, my my ability to connect with my subjects, I think that's something that I I have always valued. And whether that's us connecting over sneakers or politics or sports or fashion or food or or family, whatever it is, just finding the things. That, that and that can be from talent and from and from clients too to just realize in the end that we're all people you know and that my job as a director and photographer is to make everyone comfortable and that's not just who's in front of the camera that's also who I'm working with and who I'm collaborating with and it's my job to service all of those people and put everyone at ease and make everyone's day feel like it's going to go well um and so I think that's um an important aspect of who I am as a creative and then I think lastly just my my interest in different stories and different people um you know and, and because that's just naturally who i am you know i i started shooting um you know a, like i said a series on on plus size models you know years ago before it was a thing just because these are the women that i grew up with this is what you know being black in los angeles like these are the women that i knew like and i just didn't think they were being you know um highlighted in the right way and same thing with you know as a father i was like well i don't think black fathers are being created in the same way so i think that my perspective is unique and it's a skill of my own that my bringing my own experiences and uh into any creative project is another strength yeah i think that's you know amazing and all really important and, and totally agree of what kind of makes photographers even you know film directors super valuable and good at their job is just understanding kind of all that so you know really like to hear that what is uh maybe the favorite project that you've worked on personal commercial either one of each, whatever. Um, so I'd say uh, commercially, I mean, I just shot the key art for uh, for a Netflix show, and um, it was the first time I saw my you know billboards out on Sunset Boulevard here in LA, which was you know, it happens of course like two weeks after quarantine started, so that was very strange to sort of like have this sort of prime real estate yeah. key art campaign <laughs> happen. You know, I grew up and I'm from LA and I grew up in LA. So, you know, I used to drive down Sunset Boulevard when I was in high school, you know, drive too slow, listening to music too loud. And so it was sort of to finally get that achievement creatively was sort of is wonderful, but odd, of course, for it to happen during quarantine. Um, and so that I'd say is like, you know, it's a recent but uh, a highlight from a commercial standpoint. Um, and then creatively, <clears throat> I mean, I've touched on them in the same series that I've talked about. I think that um the there this the ongoing series i have on on body inclusivity is sort of one of the most important parts of my work um and just realizing how i think how important it is that we reshape the way that beauty exists so that it can the images that the images that are out there are the images that define how people look at themselves 
So the more diverse the imagery that we can create, the, the more open people are to see themselves in a better light. And the more kind they're able to be to each other. So I feel cornily or in a corny way like Spider-Man, like if my power is storytelling, my responsibility that goes with it is to do it in as inclusive way as possible. And so, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. And it's like, anytime I'm creating imagery that is being more inclusive, I feel like I'm living up to the, to the sort of gifts that I've been given. And I just want to create imagery that allows, yeah, allows for a little more, obviously kindness towards each other is important, but uh, even kindness to ourselves. We're, you know, we are so harsh on ourselves and uh, based on an image of, you know, that we, that we see, so. Yeah, I, I really like that angle. And I think, you know, now more than ever, you know, with just the unfortunate climate going around, you know, that's super important to tell true stories, show unique people and, and make everyone kind of feel, you know, important and comfortable in their own skin. And then hopefully that kind of, you know, ripples out. What will, uh, you know, brands or clients or agencies, you know, be getting if they kind of reach out to you for a shoot? Um, I think that they will be getting one, someone who's a, 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 a balance. I consider myself to be balanced. And so, and what I mean by that is quite literally, I'm a creative, but my background is more academic or in that regard, um, I didn't study photography. I uh, majored in political science at Stanford and I got my master's is in business. And so I think that for my job, for my clients is to take those two parts of myself and balance them together. And so when you're getting, when, I, when I'm working with a client, that's what you're getting. You're getting someone who sort of understands your sort of business goals and then translates them creatively. I always consider myself like a creative translator in that regard that, you know, we're, we are trying to create beautiful imagery and that's important, but there's a purpose behind it. And so I, I like to strike that balance between the sort of the reason and the, and the beauty and put them together. Um, and so um, that's who I am to how I approach every shoot. And then I think that you're also getting someone um, who's going to bring um, calm. I, I want calm on my sets. I want, I want comfort. Um, shoot days are, are stressful. Campaigns are stressful, but on my shoots and on my sets, I want that vibe of like, this is gonna, this is good. We're, we're doing good work and that, you know, uh, everyone should feel good. Nothing makes me feel better than when I start to see people peeling away from the shots. When after 20 minutes, I'm like, oh, someone's over there on the phone or someone's over there. Answering. And I'm like, that's always my goal is yeah. to watch people peel away as fast as possible because I want to feel like, I want my clients to feel like we got this. And, um, you know, it's my job to steer the ship. And so, you know, it's my job to be a balanced, confident leader in a way that um, is going to make my clients feel like they don't need to worry about this. 100%. And that's, yeah, great attitude and, and important for, for clients and for creatives when they're looking out for those, you know, directors or, you know, photographers to, you know, feel comfortable and have trust. So that's, you know, really important. We, we spoke about it quickly before we started, just on if you've been doing any type of shooting I know I've seen a bunch of photographers doing, you know, fun stuff in their house, in, you know, in their house with their kids, with different props. You know, have you been doing any of that kind of screwing around a little in home, you know, at your home? Um, not screwing around with my, at home with my kids, because when I'm with them, I'm trying to like actually just be with them. Um, and I mean, I've been screwing around with other, with like 
friends and other creatives in terms of like all sorts of virtual shoots and trying FaceTime shoots and screen time shoots and shooting on all that type of stuff. Um, but when I'm with them, when I'm not working during this process, I'm, I try to remember that this is the time that they're gonna remember is like, they're just gonna remember that we watched movies all the time and that we did Legos together and that we did puzzles. And um, if anything, I've, you know, I haven't taken enough pictures of them um, during this process, um, but I'm also just trying to be really present when I'm with them. Yeah, it's funny how that works. How, how old are they? They're four and six. Oh, cute. Any good Legos? Uh, yeah, we've done a lot of uh, Star Wars Legos and some, some DC. We're, I'm working on a, a bat, bat submarine with my four-year-old right now. That's and awesome. So we're doing yeah. that, you know, and, and it's, it's funny. It's the stuff I used to do as a kid, so it's sort of fun. Yeah, exactly. And stuff I, I used to do and still love, you know, doing actually have this on my desk right here, you know, still always screwing yeah. around, having fun, takes my mind off, off work. What's the, yeah. uh, what's your favorite sneaker over your shoulder? I see that little. Lecture. Oh, uh, favorite. Like, is it the one that I grab if I'm that the house is burning down or the one that like, like I we're off the boat? Down. Like, the house is burning down. What are you going for? I mean, if I'm, if the house is burning down, it has to be. <laughs> I mean, it has to be the bread one if yeah, it's the house that's going down, go right? I mean, this is the this this is this is it, right? This is the shoe, right there, right? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I should grab the Concords too, I guess. Yeah, both food. of those. You can't go wrong. Anything um, in the Jordan world, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I mean that. I'd say would be the everything else is sort of replaceable. Those ones I couldn't get if I wanted to. <laughs> I love that. that and it's not up there because it's in its own box. I do have the very original version of the Nike Hyper Adapt 1.0. Wow. Uh, they've been all, I have the one that came in the huge box with the very first Earl version of it. Sweet. Um, which I should probably grab too, just because it's, <laughs> you know, it was part of that sort of technology revolution of wearable sneakers. Um, but I mean, the red one is going to be the first one because yeah, totally nice. I mean, that's it for me. I think the last question is if there's any, you know, dream client, you know, person you'd love to shoot. I mean, I'd obviously love to shoot for, for Jordan just because that's, but I mean, to, and just to be completely honest though, I used to really focus on that. I used to always be like, this is my dream client. And I think now I just want people that will trust me to tell great stories, you know, and and that or that want i want clients to want me more than i want clients that i want you know i'm like yeah. i want clients who see 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 me and see my work and see space to create together you know yeah. um really you know smart answer in that as a photographer you you want someone who wants you because that'll you know they trust you and kind of will hand you over you know some creative freedom to to do your thing i think that's yeah. really important yeah, and one clients that would allow me to sort of tell, you know, to tell the stories that I want to tell about the about the things I was talking about. Right? I want, I'd love for someone to say, "Hey, can you tell a story about what it's like to be a black father and just incorporate our brand? You just, you know, do that or different ways that we can hyper, uh, you know, in, in, uh, highlight different body types, but just incorporate our brand." So people that are gonna like let the stories be told that I'm already interested in would be ideal. Would be amazing. Yeah, that's, you know, amazing. And, and I love that. You know, thanks so much for doing this, you know, taking some time out, talking about yourself. I think really, you know, nice stuff. My pleasure. What's the best way for people to, you know, get in touch with you? 
Um, uh, through my website, mattsalesphoto.com or on Instagram at, at msales. S-A-Y-L-E-S. Sweet. Yeah, thanks so much. And that's a wrap for the 22nd episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters uh, in the ad industry, you know, have them shoot me an email at M-A-L-O-W 930 at gmail.com. And now check out the availlist.com for you know, a large list of people who are ready to get back to work in the ad industry. Thanks a lot.